right, we're tapping everybody. It is Friday, February second. This is the Get More Sportscast. I'm your man, EJ the Rainmaker, and we got a good one for you today. <laughs> hey, Eric, I had to have a family cute reference for you today, man. All right, Steve Harvey's the man. What's <laughs> happening, brother? How you doing today? <laughs> man, that's nice. I'm doing great, man. I can't wait to get the show underway. And we are dishing out winners like nobody's business this week. I am almost guaranteed we're well over 70% for the week. We had another great day yesterday in all three sports. And something tells me we're going to cover some gridiron action for the finale. I'm excited. Let's get the show on the road, bro. Oh, man. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure, but, I'm, man, there's a game on Sunday that is has some relative size to it. We're going to call it, my God. Yeah, man. <laughs> of course, everyone's looking forward to that, man. Of course, we're going to get to that. Uh, Olympic news, man, I, I just want to throw some out there because the games are actually pretty damn close to getting in the way, Eric. I mean, we're <laughs> – we heard news yesterday. I don't know if you caught that the 28 Russian competitors that were banned for doping got cleared by the Court of Arbitration for sport. But the Olympic Committee actually came out and said, well, we don't really feel obliged to invite them to South Korea. So, oh, man. You know, obviously the 43 Russians that were banned in Sochi last time. So, uh, man, the Russians are still dealing with some stuff. The Olympic Committee is really just like, well, you know, I'm glad you passed them for all that, but we don't really feel obliged to do anything for them. <laughs> oh, no. That's not going well, man. I don't like that. Of course, uh, February 9th, they're going to light the torch. So we're a week away, Eric. 102 events and 15 sports this year. First time ever. We're going to see over 100 medal events. And, uh, yeah, you know, Eric, have you seen the torch relay that started back in October, man? So cool. You got to see the course and the places it's going to be before it actually hits the big plane. And uh, Eric, man, uh, of course, Tiong Stadium, uh, Pyeongchang's Olympic Stadium for the host of the opening and closing events. I was going to actually mention all the steps. But you already hear me chopping up my Korean, and there's no way I'm going to sit here and try and chop up my Korean to tell you where the, where the torch has been because, oh, my God, man, I can't, I can't pronounce much of that. I'll work on my Korean as we get closer to the Olympics. <laughs> anyway, check the site throughout the games. Of course, uh, my wife, we still have articles up, uh, interviews with the athletes from past and present in Olympic history. I know I've interviewed well over 25, 30 Olympians in my life at Sports Loser Radio and all that. Man. Love that kind of stuff, Eric. I, I, I love the Olympics, man. Um, anyway, Eric, 15 hoops games. How did, how did we do okay? We did okay yesterday, man. You were mentioned. That was, uh, of course, the Jackrabbits didn't do what we hoped we were going to do, man. Damn it. But, uh, man, they did come out with a big win. And, uh, man, what Creighton. Boy, did Creighton get smashed. I mean, that was just ugly. Saw some crazy games last night, Eric. Of course, man. Crazy games all over the place. But today, today, <laughs> All right, Eric, you know, we're not going to kill ourselves over hoops today. There's really not a lot of time. You know, there's a bigger game on Sunday we want to get to here. But, Eric, I have purple pills to dish out for everybody today. Here's your purple pill because St. Peter's is favored by three over Niagara. Viagra. Eric, I almost lost my lunch and my dinner last night when I was putting these things together. What is Viagra doing getting points here? And they're, they're plus 140 money line, by the way, to win outright. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm uh I'm not going to bother with three points there. We, you know, you know, watching our dogs. Man, we don't take dogs to just cover lines. We take our dogs to win the game. So yeah, man. I, I love, what 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 is St. Peter's? A seven game losing streak. They can't play basketball home away in Russia. Uh, boy, I don't care where you want to put them, man. They can't play basketball. So um, they're Queen of Piac setting the nearest sale too. The other Mac game over there. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to set this total high enough. It's a 156. Did you see the Iona Fairfield game the other night, man? They put up 151 shots. 151 shots. 
All right, let, um, I mean, I can't even get through it, dude. Oh, my God. 151 shots they put up there in that overtime game. That That's insane to see 70. Eric, 151 shots in the basketball game. Dude. That's insane. I, I, I'm expecting that over to come in with Clint Piakis and Iona tonight, too. Man, I mean, that's really what stands out to me in college hoops tonight. You got something to throw out there for everybody or what? No, I, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I can't believe Niagara is an underdog in that game. So, man, you're there going on the board for me. It's a straight-out win. Two teams in the opposite direction. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. You mentioned to me last night how the coach basically kicked the whole starting five off the court in the very first stages of that last game. He put the whole bench on, and they went off for 100 and some points. Now everybody's got confidence. They're going in the right direction. St. Peter's is spiraling the other way. I don't see how Niagara doesn't get it done. And we were hoping that that line in Iona would come out somewhere in the low 160s so we could bang it, and I see it sitting at 156.5 right now. Man, I think you hit the nail on the head. The only other game I was going to kind of throw out there a little bit um, was the Utah-Colorado game. But, uh, yeah, you know, it truly is a pick game there. It really is. I mean, it's at 140 for the reason, and it's at a pick game for a reason. So for that reason – I'm staying away. I think you. I think you pretty much nailed down what we got in college ball today. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we saw Colorado just get smashed by Arizona State the other day, and now we see Arizona State can't beat Washington. And I, yeah, that's just yeah, crazy little mess right there. I'm not. I'm not touching that one either, man. Of course, Rhode Island's have got VCU tonight. That's a nice game too. I don't favored by four. Certainly be a game I'll have my eyes on tonight. While we're uh, you know getting ready for all the week stuff that we have going on, but. Uh, Hey, man, nine NBA games tonight. More treadline, more trade deadline news yesterday, of course. Uh, but how about Blake Griffin, man, 24 and 10 for your Pistons last night. I'm sure you were like, thank you, I'll take that. And hopefully you guys start getting some momentum over there for your Pistons. I'm sure you were happy to see Blake get off to a nice start. He did. He got off to a great start. He, I'll tell you what, man, he was a beast at the line. I think he was like 11 for 13 or 13 or 16 or something. It was a, it was, it was a nice debut for Blake. We got the win. That's what we needed. Um, I like I like the fact we held him to 102 points there. Man, I'm telling you, I think it was a good addition for the Pistons. Him and Drummond are going to be fun to watch. They're, you know, it's different if they were in the West, but they're not. Those two are teamed up in the East now. I think it's going to make a little difference for the Pistons down the stretch here. They get a little more healthy, see if they can make a run and get one of those lower playoff seeds, man. Yeah, man. Obviously, that Portland Portland Toronto game tonight obviously has some significance to it a little bit in the NBA of all these games tonight. Because really, yeah, if you look around the NBA slate tonight, there are nine games on the board. And uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, you and I obviously, you know, we we just start our NBA prowess around here. Number one, number two, really, man, nine, nine teams are just have horrible records, and it's just you look around the whole damn thing. It's just, uh, Oklahoma City's on the back to back with New Orleans, obviously facing that situation. I don't know how they're going to go with just Anthony Davis up front there. I mean, you know, we mentioned when he when he's going to come out of that game, they're going to be in trouble. We mentioned how they go from a plus five to a minus five when Davis and uh, and uh, wasn't out. He's out too with the injury. So man, they're they're going to, they're, they're going to, could be some trouble for New Orleans over there. Um, yeah, we'll see what yeah. happens. Uh, yeah, four NHL tonight. Uh, Carolina continues their homestand while Vegas is doing the back to back thing. Eric in Minnesota tonight, and Eric lays shark on the road. Still. Two losses right out of the gate while Columbus just came off their shootout loss to the same wild on Tuesday. And Eric, man, uh, Columbus, Eric, Columbus, you know, putting shots on net is all well and good. That, that, that's great, man. You know, I think they're in the top ten in shots on goal, something like six or seven, somewhere in there. They put the worst power play in the league, Eric. They have got to be spending time on being up a man. Because last I heard, when you can find a net a time or two, when you're up five on four, 
you're going to at least have some success, which obviously is going to take some pressure off your netminder too, Eric. So, Eric, you know, you mentioned how bundled everyone is in that defensively this year. Their 2.7 goals against average really doesn't have any significance because everyone's doing that. But, Eric, this short game tonight with Columbus, Eric, it's going to be 2-2. Uh, uh, 2-2 going to overtime is my call. You know the value on that is obvious because if I can manage that, Hey, 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 man, I don't even care if they go to extra hockey somehow. 3-3, 1-1, whatever, I don't care, man. We know San Jose's not this road trip. But we also know they're not the worst road team in the NHL, Eric. They're not the worst road team in the NHL. They're just on a, on a big road trip, and, and now they're struggling. Turnovers obviously killed them the other night, like we discussed, but they look like they at least worked it out when they only lost 2-1 to the, at the Joe on Wednesday. Oh, Eric, man. What, 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 what do you think about that little call right there? 2-2, going overtime with San Jose Columbus. I want to talk about the other three games, too. How do you think standing out to the NHL? Yeah, I, you know, and, hey, man, you're getting Columbus at a minus 120 there. They're 16-8 and eight at home. I do see that game going down the wire. Probably a little bit of extra ice time to decide it. I want to take a peek at the game right next to it. Uh, you do see who's an underdog on the road again. Yeah. Vegas, plus 125. Yeah. With Subban in that instead of Flurry, and I am assuming once again this is because the Wild are playing better hockey under 17 4 and 4 at home, man. But I just want to point it out we've been doing it every single day that we've been covering hockey that Vegas is on the board when they're on the road. They're plus money again, and hey, man, they're 15 9 and 1 on the road. That road just keeps on climbing. So we're right. going to see what happens there. I mean, hey. People, they're just not getting the respect they deserve on the road, man. I can't believe it. It opened up at minus 125. Now it's Minnesota 145. I assume that's when they announced Subin's going to be in net. Man, i I just telling you, Vegas is a handful for anybody. There's some plus money value on that board right there. Elvitchin and Crosby tonight, too. Things, of course, 18-7 and one at home. Minus 150. Can't really do much about that. But we do know this, man. That game should be some fun. <laughs> I mean, Pittsburgh was the team who thanked San Jose for all those turnovers on Tuesday. Remember that? Uh, five, three goals off uh, <laughs> three turnovers. Pretty ugly. And uh, the Hattie from Malkin, of course, and that empty twine to give him that third. But, uh, oh, Eric, Pittsburgh's in front of a back-to-back tonight. And they'll be in New Jersey on Saturday. And you and I will be talking about them again on Tuesday when Vegas comes calling to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, they set the expansion record franchise for 34 wins last night, man. 3-2 win over. Overtime win in Winnipeg. We talked about Winnipeg opening at home, but you don't want Vegas coming to town like we mentioned. <laughs> uh, a couple of injury updates. On the they don't. You don't want them coming to town, man. I just want to throw a couple injury out there. Injury updates out there. Connor Sherry for Pittsburgh, man, that winger is going to be week to week. He got hurt in that Sharks game. We saw that. Uh, Nate McKinnon, man, now that's a big loss for Colorado, dude. Uh, he's going to be out for two, four weeks. You're talking about 61 points off the board there. And in Colorado, obviously, they found a way to win last night. We talked about them losing three of the last four. But still, man, that, that's a loss. Uh, Nate McKinnon, they're going to miss it, man. I mean, if they have to go more than five, six games without McKinnon, oh, I think that's going to hurt them, Eric. I really do. I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, he's been a machine for Colorado this year. They need to get him healthy. They need him to get him on the ice. Um, you know, Colorado's kind of been mired in that deal where they're going to have to outscore teams. Their defense isn't playing well this year. They definitely need McKinnon on the ice to do it, man. That, that's a, that's a nice little uh, heads up for everybody out there. Yeah, certainly, man. All right, Eric, you know what? Let's just get to the point here, Eric. Let's just get to the point, people. We are 10 minutes into the show, and we're going to be spending the next, uh, next portion of this show 
talk about a damn big game. Super Bowl 52. U.S. Bank Stadium, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Sunday, February 4th at 6.30 p.m., Eric. Prop bets. Eric, Eric and I, you know, Eric, when Eric, did, did you listen to our show yesterday when Eric said, uh, EJ, I'll call you around 5.30, 6 o'clock, and you and I are going to go over all the prop bets on the board. Well, guess what me and Eric did last night? Uh, boy. Uh, well, we spent two, two and a half, three hours doing over all this stuff last night on the phone. So, yeah, people, buckle up. Because if we got some stuff for you this Super Bowl, Eric, yeah, we're not just going to be talking about the, the, the five-point line and the 48-point total, which everyone sees, of course, New England's uh, team total is 26-and-a-half and, and uh, Phillies is 21-and-a-half. But we're going to get into so much more than that, Eric. I, I, first of all, Super Bowl. I, I, I want to start with where they're going to start, Eric, because they're going to flip that coin. And you and I decided to go opposite on this too, man. I, I'm going heads. I'm going heads, Eric. And I guess you're going to say, you know what, you're taking heads. I'm taking tails, huh? <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. You know, I had a lot of fun last night. Kind of a different change of pace for us. It was nice. Uh, we've got a lot of prop bets on the board. I don't know if, how you want to organize this and just go down the list of uh, kind of how we did it or what for all the listeners out there. But uh, we definitely think, believe it or not, there's some – yeah, we got some quirky picks because this is about having some fun, too. It is the Super Bowl. It's – it's, you know, the climactic beginning of the football season. But uh, I think there's some money to be made out there, too. We we did a little bit of research. Well, we did a lot of research. And uh, I, I really do, all the way down to what color of hoodie is Matt Patricia going to be putting on his body. So it should be interesting, man. Fire away, man. Get us started. Right. I can mention the coin toss is already there. Uh, it's minus 103. And this, this whole segment is going to be sponsored by Diamond Sportsbook. Betsy aside, because that's where we're getting all our props from, and that's where me and Eric have all our action. Um, Eric, I'm going to start right at the broadcaster, but you know, if you will open up at the side and you look along that left side there in the sidebar, you can kind of follow along with us. Broadcaster props for me, Eric. Al Michaels, they use the word Vegas just once. Just once I just need a Vegas to come out of Al Michaels' mouth at plus 240. Now, I find value in plus 240 type of stuff, Eric. Uh, I know you have one that you think he's going to say, too, and you and I are both going to kind of go with it because – were you, did, Eric, did you look at, at, at Get More Sports this morning? I opened up the Get More Sports Twitter feed, and an ID named GOAT, like something that we had posted, Eric, and I, I couldn't believe it because obviously you and I talked last night about the use of the word GOAT, and I wake up this morning on my Twitter feed, or the Get More Sports Twitter feed, and there's someone by the name GOAT that just happened. All right, I, I, I'm in, Eric. Mention what you said and what you found last night. Why were, why were we using the word GOAT? <laughs> Yeah, I love that prop bet. I do. I, I I like the Vegas one you got down too. But you know, goat it kind of has a history with us. Uh, anytime one of us would do something stupid over the last twenty years, uh, say something ridiculous, kind of pull a Julianne on ESPN, uh, the other one would look at the other and say, "Man, you got the brains of a goat." Well, <laughs> it's just been a repertoire since we've pretty much known each other, and now you, if one of the announcers, Michael or Collinsworth, says the word GOAT, it's plus 230. I love that bet. It's going to be about Tom Brady. I think we are going to hear GOAT. I think it's going to come in the fourth quarter. I like that plus 230. I think there's money to be made that rainmaker. I really do. I like Vegas and GOAT. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, now obviously, you see this uh, Eagles comparison props, and then there's Patriots comparison props that you can look at as you follow along. Um, Eric, uh, three Eagles first down will come on a run or a pass. Eric, you know, we talked about this kind of stuff. Plus 150, Eric. It's plus 150 that, that the Eagles first touchdown will come on a run or a pass. And plus 150 on the run. 
It's plus 150 on the run for both of those, Eric. So the first Eagles' first first down of the game is going to come on the run, and you're going to get plus 150 for it. Or if they find a way to put Mr. Blunt in the end zone on a run, you'll get plus 150 if, they, if that's the first one they score. I like that, man. Plus uh, one. I, I mean, we all, we, we all know what that what, – what do they bring him over here to do? And you know that, that – by the way, they're playing New England, and he just came over from New England. I'm pretty sure he's going to be like, dude, if we have the ball at the five, you please give him the damn ball. Um, pretty sure. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that leads, it, right into, that leads me right into two that I really like, and they and they go hand in hand with that. I, I do look Philadelphia. I believe is going to score their first touchdown on a run. It's going to be plus one fifty. Blunt has been the guy. Look, a guy's been the workhorse between the twenties, all the way down to the ten. They bring in Blunt. He's got two touchdowns in the two postseason games. You know he's going to be motivated for this one. If you if they he scores. If their first score is Blunt in the end zone, you get plus 185 with Blunt and plus 150 for them scoring on the ground. I just think that's pretty great, man. I, I And that leads me into my last one. Will Blunt carry the ball more than seven times? Well, he's averaging about seven carries in the playoffs. You've got to figure the coach knows he's going to be motivated for this one. I really like that over seven and a half at minus 110, man. I, I just think there's money to be in. Made on blunt, how many times he's going to carry, and if they're going to score in the end zone with a run on their first score. I, I think that's a nice little bang, bang, bang right there, man. What do you say? That's uh, cool, man. I like it. <laughs> I like it. It all kind of makes sense and ties together, like you said, man. It ties into a nice little bow. I like it. Um, Eagle sack, like right? two and a half. I like it, man. just kind of wraps it together, yeah. Um, two and a half sacks for the Eagles, a plus 120 to go over. Um, Eric, if you're the defensive coordinator for the Eagles and you're not sitting there trying to figure out ways and ways and ways to put pressure on Tom Brady, I get that he gets rid of the ball really quick and all that. But, uh, man, I'm sorry. Uh, will, will, will Tom Brady, will Tom Brady's ass be on the ground three times in this football game? The hell it will. I, I say it will. Uh, uh, you know what, man? If, if, you're, if, you're stupid enough to, if you're stupid enough to let Tom Brady sit back there and just take you apart and you don't put a ton of pressure on him and you just watch him tear you apart, well, who's that on, man? I'm hoping that the Eagles are smart enough to get, get him on the floor at least a couple times. Man. Three times is all I need. Um, Eric, will the Eagles convert one fourth, down, one fourth down in this game? Yeah, they will. Uh, it's minus 120, man. I, what, the Eagles aren't going to go for one fourth down conversion this entire game? You've got to be kidding me, man. They're playing the Patriots. Of course they will. Uh, I, I'm only minus 120. I think the Eagles will convert. And I, I, I'm playing the same thing for the Patriots, too, man. Will they convert a fourth down? Then theirs is plus 115. You're not telling me it's going to yeah. be fourth and one, and Tom Brady's going to be at the 33-yard line, and they're going to debate on doing the field goal thing or not, and he's not going to dive ahead for a first down? You're you're serious? Yep. Uh, uh, at least at least once, man. At least once for me. I agree. I I mean I agree. I I like the New England sacks over two too. I mean that's a two. They only have three in the playoffs, but I you know they're going to be pumped up for this. The defense has been playing better ball. That's at plus 100. Yeah. And I want to go back to your sacks point, man. I, I really like the fact that the two-and-a-half at plus 120 for the Eagles, Brady's been on his ass more than he normally has this year. It's continued in the playoffs. I really honestly believe Philadelphia is going to play right on the line against those wide receivers. They're not going to be afraid of that deep ball. I don't believe that they think, even with Hogan in there, that they can get by him. Gronk has really been the downfield threat this year. I think they're going to try to take the short ball away from Brady. And to do that, they're going to get pressure. I love that pick, man, the two-and-a-half sacks. Uh, something else, too, um, Tom Brady, will he record a touchdown in the fourth quarter? Um, <laughs> it's the Super Bowl. It's Tom Brady. You get it at minus 105. Something yeah. tells me 
been said they've been starting slow. They finished strong. I love that Tom Brady scoring a touchdown in the fourth quarter, minus 105, man. I, I think that's a great pick. I, I really do. And the other one I kind of want to poke on, too, is, uh, you know, there's gonna, Vegas says there's going to be over one-and-a-half turnovers in this game. Um, they actually – there's pretty decent money on over one-and-a-half fumbles. I mean, I think that's like plus 140. I, I think uh, uh, the Patriots are going to be the first team to create a turnover. And I think it's going to be Nick Foles throwing it away. I think New England's played a little better. I'm not saying Nick Foles isn't going to play well. But just for the Patriots to create the first turnover, we know Ajay's had some fumbling problems in the past. It is Nick Foles. I'm rooting for the kid. I like the Eagles at plus five here. But for the Patriots to create the first turnover, man, plus 100. I like it. All right. Let's get to the game props. The big game's going to go. Man, uh, first score of the game for me, Eric. Is going to be a field goal. I don't care who goes up three nothing. These two defenses are at least going to try and, and, and expand their chest when this game's kicking off because they both know that they have, uh, you know, he's Bill Belichick on one side, and we know what the Eagles' defense is on the other side. So, man, plus one twenty five for someone to just take a three nothing lead to start this game. I love that, man, and, and I hope that contributes to the total field goals of three and a half as well. I mean, it's one fifteen for three and a half field goals. I, I hope they both kick two. Obviously, I hope they both kick two field goals. That's all I really need, man. Um, will there be a missed extra point, Eric? <laughs> you know, Eric, I, I get it's a dumb. I get it's a controlled environment. I also get that everyone's going to be nervous. Well, and all it really takes is, is, is a, a, a missed snap that doesn't well, a mishandled ball, uh, obviously a kick that just went astray, and I don't care if it's indoors or not, man. It's still the Super Bowl, and there's still going to be some nervous feet and nervous hands and nervous that, you know, everybody thinks it's just a simple transition when you snap that ball back to that dude. He just puts it on the ground and kick it through. Yeah, okay. Did you watch football this year, Eric? And I get that these two are dependable. It doesn't happen to them often. I just need it to happen once, man. I just need it to happen once at plus 240. I, if, if, it was, if it was minus 115, I, I probably wouldn't take that bet. But at plus 240, for someone to mess up a, a, an extra point somewhere, oh, <laughs> yep, I like it, man. I like it. And will there be an unsportsmanlike penalty today, Eric? At plus 400. Eric, it's the Super Bowl. Emotions, emotions, and emotions are going to play a factor in the Super Bowl. Will there be an unsportsmanlike penalty in the game? You know, I, I see the unnecessary roughness of plus 200, but I like the unsportsmanlike at plus 400. I, I think we'll see both. But, uh, I mean, if you're going to you know, make me, make me put, it, put it down, I, I'm going to put the plus 400 on that unsportsmanlike because someone's going to get out of control. Someone's going to be dumb. There's always, there's always someone who can't control his emotions because it's an emotional football game. And it's the last game of the year, and you're playing for a paycheck. You're playing for a trophy. You're playing for a, your name in history. There's a lot on the line here, Eric. So, uh, man, that, those are my game props. How about you? Yeah, you know, I really like them. I do. I like every one of your game props. I have a few out there. Um, total third downs. Obviously, Vegas, Vegas has put this at 48. Um, they believe there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Um, the way Foles have been playing, New England's defense has played a lot better lately. But I could see this game getting up there in points. Will there be over 11 and a half third downs, man? I like it. I think there will. Obviously, Vegas thinks it's even money, whether they can or can. It's minus 110. I, I'm going to say they're going to go over that. Um, also, we go back to first uh, touchdown at plus 150. Well, what about just the first first down of the game at plus 150? I, I kind of like that. Another one that really poked out to me at minus 110. Will the largest lead of the game be over 14 and a half points? I don't think so. I think these two teams, I think that's there at five for a reason. 
I think Philadelphia does have a great defense. I think they are going to play up. I just with some field goals mixed in there. I don't think any team's going to take more than a two touchdown lead there. I like that at minus one ten. And to cap off my picks, I just want to mention a couple more people. Look, I get it's touchdown James White in the Super Bowl. I realize all the accolades he's got over the last couple Super Bowls, but really, Dion Lewis has been the workhorse over there. He's been carrying the ball almost 20, 21 times a game in the playoffs. Because of that, he's going to get more opportunities. You get him, if he scores a touchdown, at plus 160, with as many times he's going to be touching that ball, I like it. I like Deion Lewis at plus 160. And just on the opposite side, we talked about Blunt being the workhorse inside the 10. Well, Mr. Jai's been the workhorse between the 20s. New England has struggled against the run. They have gotten better but they have struggled against the run this year. Jai has played him in their division. He didn't play him this year. I think he's going to be fired up for this game. Will he go over 80 and a half yards of total offense? I think he will. He does catch the ball in the backfield also. I like that at minus 115, man. I, that's, that kind of wraps up what I got. I really do. I, I did throw down. I just want you all to know that I really honestly think that Matt Patricia is going to be wearing a red hoodie. I just do. He always wears a red hoodie. I even it went is. back and looked at defense. Bill Belichick wore red when he was a defensive coordinator for Bill Parcells, and Parcells wore blue. I think Patricia's going to wear red. It's at minus 120. And to get Bill Belichick in that good old blue hoodie, now I know he busts out the gray now and then, but to get him in that good old blue hoodie, plus 140, man. So those are just <laughs> something to consider. Is there anything else you got? Yeah, man. I got Nick Foles. Over 22 and a half completions, man. Uh, like we said, and we saw, I saw him snap. I saw him snap, man, a couple of games ago, and then we saw, obviously, the success that he had. At, I mean, uh, man, they, they destroyed the Vikings. And I, I just think he's going to throw 23 completions, man. What, I think he'll go, 20, even if he goes 24 for 32 or somewhere in there, I, okay. Um, Tom Brady, over 294 and a half yards, too, at one, minus 115, man. And will his longest completion be 38 and a half yards? The hell, of course it will be, man. What, Brandon Cooks isn't going to catch a 40-yard pass in the Super Bowl? Yeah, he will. Yeah, he will. Somebody will. So, uh, even if it's Gronk, man, what, Gronk's not going to catch a 25-yard pass and then bust out for another 10 or 15 more with his feet? Yeah, sure he won't, man. Uh, 38 and a half yards, uh, his longest completion. Yeah, and will Tom Brady throw a pick, Eric? I'm thinking he will. I'm thinking he will, man. Uh, just one. Uh, I, all I need is one. It's plus 110. Will Tom Brady throw a pick? Yes, he will. Uh, we all know that he can control that football, but there are things that happen that you cannot control all the time. Guess what? <laughs> so, yeah, man, and that Eagles got obviously the opportunity to beat uh, Eagles defense over there. Uh, man, that, that one pick is all I need. I let, let Tom Brady throw for four touchdowns. I hope he goes to four and one. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Eric. Man. Super Bowl prop that city over here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Love it, man. That's a great way to get everybody psyched up for the game. I think it's awesome. Uh, you ready for this game? I know you're going to have a busy weekend. I know you're watching the game over with your family. And, uh, man, I hope you have a good weekend over there. I'm sure you're looking forward to that. Yeah, man, we got prime rib. We got homemade mac and cheese. We got veggie yeah. play. We got and cheese. We got elk backstrap smoke for six hours. And we're going to be eating about 3, 3.30 before game time. It's going to be about yeah. 15 of us. It's going to be a fun time, man. And, you know, before we right. close out, I couldn't want to get back where, I mean, most of the bets are going to be late in this. I understand prop bets are fun. But we're looking at the Eagles at five. It really hasn't moved much since then. We know there was that power bet that pushed it down a little bit. Obviously, yeah. it's back up to five for a reason. It's still four and a half on some boards. So, really, the action's kind of evened out. 
I, I really like the Eagles to cover this game. I, I'm not saying they're going to win. Uh, it is Tom Brady. I did say I do believe he's going to score a touchdown in the fourth quarter. That could be the difference. I don't think it's going to be the difference of five points. I think this is a field goal game here, man. Uh, even four points. This, is, this isn't four. This isn't three. This is five. Um, yep. You know me. I'll push stuff up to four and a half. I've been playing. I've been paid plenty in the past for it. Um, I like the Eagles at five, and what say you about that over 48, man? I, I know you think Nick Foles is going to complete some passes. Obviously, yeah. you think he's going to complete 23 of them. Um, so I'm assuming he's going to be finding some receivers. I mean, Jeffrey's been playing great. Ertz has certainly got something to prove Grunk on the field. We we know that Ajay and Clement can catch out of the backfield. What do you think about the 48, man? It sounds like you like that over. I'm playing it. I'm playing just like you're doing, man. I'm taking the Eagles and those five points because, I mean, you know, we can break down every score line that we want with the 31-27s, the, the 28-24s, all the, I mean, you know, 21-17s. The, the, man, I, we can go up and down all these scenarios of what a score could be 30-27. I mean, you know, all these things kind of tie into the whole, will they cover the five points? Yeah, they will, man. Obviously, we know New England never comes out of the Super Bowl and just, is gung ho for some reason. I don't know why they can't seem to come out of the Super Bowl. Obviously, we saw what happened last year, getting down twenty-one nothing, and all of a sudden, of course, it was crazy from there. But man, uh, I don't think they're going to go down twenty-one nothing this year. Obviously, you don't either because you're taking that fourteen and a half prop. So I, I, I mean, I'm buying into that too. Uh, yeah, I like the over forty-eight. I, I, I like New England. To, um, excuse me. I like Philadelphia to cover those five points, man. I actually like Philly's team total too, man. Twenty-two points. Yeah, twenty-two points to me just seems like they're going to be able to pull that off, Eric. But uh, yeah, before we get out of here, man, I certainly want to make sure everyone has a fantastic weekend. Thanks for checking out the Get More Sportscast. We'll be back here next week again. Sum up what happened in that Super Bowl, of course, and all that. And uh, Eric, man, do me one more favor before you have yourself a weekend, man. Will you make it rain? Fifty-two. <laughs>